There was a time when I was a boy, probably sixth grade, that my parents went on their first vacation, just the two of them, without my brother and I. And they left us at home with my grandparents, who came to take care of us that week. And I had just learned how to walk back and forth from school, so it made things a little easier in that regard. The first day was pretty simple. It didn't really set in that my parents were away, right? They were on vacation, but it was just kind of a normal day. The second day, I started to miss my parents a little bit. And the third day, I was in total distress. I hadn't experienced this strong emotion of missing somebody before. And I locked myself in my room, threw a tantrum on the floor, demanding that my mom come back. And my poor grandpa, standing outside the door, was trying to tease me to come out. You know, would you like to go get some ice cream? Would you like to go to the pool and go swimming? Eventually, I think I got hungry. My grandma's offer of a nice, delicious dinner helped me to emerge from the room. But was it really the food that brought me out, or was it their patience? On the other side of that door, they had a different perspective, a better perspective. A week doesn't last forever. This kid will be fine. It's just his first time being away from mom and dad. They were able to be patient, even as they themselves suffered the stress of not knowing what to do with this obstinate child. Their patience was a gift to me. As we're preparing for Christmas, a big part of that it is getting just the right gift for our loved ones and friends. Perhaps, though, it would be good also to remember the spiritual gifts that we can give, starting with the gift of patience. Give the gift of patience this Christmas, and it will benefit everyone around you. Give the gift of patience this Christmas, and it will better prepare everyone to meet the Lord. As St. James wrote in our second reading, be patient, brothers and sisters, for the coming of the Lord. Patience. There are all sorts of sayings. Patience is a virtue. All things come to the one who waits. Rome wasn't built in a day. You've got to learn to walk before you can run. Patience surpasses learning. Right, we know that patience is a good thing. Yet when it comes down to it, patience is hard. And it's something I know I need to practice and ask God's help with. In its simplest form, we think of patience as having to do with the trial of waiting for something. That's what a child might be praised for, right? You're such a good waiter. Thank you for being patient. But a child doesn't know always the reason why that is a good thing. Even for adults, waiting can sometimes seem like a waste of time. However, there's more to it. 
Patience really comes from the word in Latin, patior, to suffer or to endure. It means to suffer or endure trials with courage. You know, that's why when you're in the hospital, you're called a patient, right? Because you're suffering. True. You're suffering, but in order to get better. Now, this may seem paradoxical, but I think the reason why impatience is so prevalent is because it's much easier to look past the suffering. And I find that true for myself. To look past the waiting in order to seek the comfort now. It's a tendency to overlook the great value of enduring a trial bravely for some greater good. In this season of Advent, the greater good that we focus on is how any time we choose to practice patience, not only does it help us grow in that virtue, which is good in itself, but growing in patience as Christians always helps us to be better prepared for meeting the Lord. That's the greater good of growing in patience. To be better prepared for meeting the Lord, whether it's at his second coming or at the end of our life. This is what St. James, again, was saying regarding the farmer who waits for the rain to come, not knowing when it will come, the early rain and the late rain, the Lord's first coming and his second coming. So, when you notice yourself being impatient, recognize that, hey, I'm suffering right now. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing in and of itself. But what is my response going to be? A patient response will be good for myself and for others. How might I give that gift of patience this Christmas? Some examples. So when somebody is maybe being a slowpoke, whether it's getting into the car or in traffic, maybe see the extra time as an opportunity to give the gift of patience, to enjoy some silent time, maybe to pray, or to grow in trust in the Lord that things will work out. When the kids are acting crazy or won't listen or when a spouse doesn't do what he or she said, that is a form of suffering. Give the gift of patience this Christmas. Perhaps they won't notice your patience, but it will always be better, and the Lord does notice. Perhaps the holiday season is an exercise in patience due to enduring the separation of family members, whether it's someone being away and not being home for Christmas, or maybe someone estranged. That is a form of suffering because we want to be together. Can I give the gift of patience? We heard about John the Baptist in the gospel, how he was in prison, separated from his own family. He had been preparing the way for Jesus his whole life, all 30 years or so, and he makes even still this humble, patient request. He says to his disciples, hey, Go ask this Jesus, are you the one who is to come or should we wait for another? 
Wow. Even after all that, St. John is willing to wait. We are in a situation of waiting, of suffering the passing of time, either our lifetime or the Lord's coming again. And practicing patience will help us be ready for meeting our maker. The goal is to be ready and not to go kicking and screaming, so to speak. You know, if my parents really had come when I demanded that they come, I wouldn't have been ready. I would have been caught in a pretty ugly state of soul and impatience. But eventually, I came around with the gift of patience that my grandparents gave me. In a similar way, God is patient with us, giving us time to come around and trust in him. We do not know the hour of the Lord's coming, but will we be ready? At the end of the week, I was still missing my parents, but I knew finally that I needed to wait, and that waiting was a good thing. So there I was, walking home from school, the last day of the week, Friday, a bright, sunny afternoon, and I turned the corner to the street we lived on, and it slowly started to dawn on me that I recognized the face of this woman who was speedily walking towards me. It was my mom with this big smile, and she was like crouching as she walked, getting ready to embrace me. I was just filled with great joy, and it started to cry with all the happiness that I was feeling. What a surprise. And that's what I hope it's like when I meet the Lord and when each of us meets the Lord. That it be a day of rejoicing. After living a life of patience. A day of rejoicing just as we practice that rejoicing today on Godete Sunday. As we patiently await the birth of our Lord Jesus. Giving the gift of patience to one another. May the Lord bless you and keep you always in his loving arms.